Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch the Show, hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. Week 10 of the NFL season is over. I still don't understand what's going on. David and I had our worst weeks in like seven weeks, picking-wise. We're going to recap all the crazy things that happened week 10, including game of the year, possibly, question mark, between the Bills and the Vikings. And we're going to do a week 11 pick-em. All of that is coming up next on What Do You Want to Watch? You want to watch football, and so do we. So stick around. Do it. All right. As always, we will start with our worst performer of the week for week 10. David, what do you got? Who do you got? Who are you going with? Um, everyone in the Bears organization outside of Justin Fields. Um, I know it's of the week, but here's Justin Fields' stats the last three weeks. That's a good number. I usually you usually like to hit, you know, pretty good law of averages. Uh, 46 for 71, 441 yards, seven touchdowns. With he's 36 carries for 385 yards, four touchdowns, <laughs> one one interception in those three games. That's his only turnover. One pick. Guess his record in those three games. Oh, and three. Oh, and three. Yep. yep. Yeah. Cairo Santos makes an extra point, and they won that game. Yeah, dude. Justin's doing his Justin's doing his job, but man, uh, uh, so. Uh, Justin Fields was a person who I think at the end of last year, everybody was like, all right, that this is not the guy for the Bears. Mm-hmm. They're going to need to get somebody new. They've started implementing this new offense. It's looking real promising. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you three other young quarterbacks and I'm going to ask you to rank them four others and I'll ask you to rank them with Justin Fields. OK, OK, so obviously Justin Fields Tua, Trevor Lawrence. Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. <clears throat> Envision that you're putting all of them into the system that they best perform under and that they all have solid to good weaponry. How are you ranking them? Sorry, Trevor Lawrence. He's going to be last on that list. Mm-hmm. Just right now. Currently, what we've seen him do in the NFL. Um, Next, see, this is tough because I, based on what I've seen from them already, I, Justin might be next, like next to last on that. Right. But it, if you're thinking, going off of your logic, which I, I would agree with, that everybody else around Justin Fields sucks, put him on the Dolphins. Is that team as good? With uh, Justin Fields as a quarterback as Tua. I mean, they may not be as good, but they're definitely better than Ju- Justin Fields' situation right now because everyone's right. just dog water. Right. Really, what I want to make, you... Not that he was... Like, just the fact that, like, if you put him in these successful systems, like, right. he could flourish like these other three, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and Tua have kind of thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think that I think that he could be that kind of person eventually if they build around him. Um, Everybody's comparing him to Lamar already because of the running. I think that's kind of a natural inclination. You know, you see a guy who is that successful in the run game, but he's doing stuff that even Lamar doesn't do. Um, And he runs with 
Lamar is like elusive. Like it's just impossible to catch and get your hands on. Justin Fields is like running through people. He's like Josh Allen, but a better runner. He's not better than Josh Allen, obviously, but he's a better runner. And yeah. it's been really impressive to see the way they use him. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all, uh, what I, Actually, okay, you didn't do the top three. They're obviously going to be Herbert, Burrow, and Tua are in the top three. I'm assuming you have Tua in third right there. Yeah, and I think I think Herbert's one. I mean, I know, I know it's he still hasn't won a playoff game, but man, you with backup offensive linemen and his st- four starting skill players out, like he still just makes these beautiful mm-hmm. throws, mm-hmm. Uh, and um, it's not easy though because I mean Joe Burrow is just really smart and really wills his teams to comebacks and to wins and. That's a tough one. Who would you put one there, Justin or Joe? I think if you're right now, I put Joe Burrow above Herbert. Um, I don't think it's a wide chasm, but I'm just thinking about if uh, the team that I'm playing against, who would I rather not play against? I, I, I right now, mm. I would I would avoid Burrow over Herbert at this mm. point. I and I think we've kind of all had this reaction to to Herbert who has been lauded as there were some people calling him the best quarterback in the AFC ahead of out of the the preseason he's kind of been the darling I guess as the Chargers are often darlings in in the eyes of preseason polls he he was the same way um so I think I've cooled on him a little bit but I just look at you know you gotta I think you can't you can't take away the fact that Burrow had that garbage offensive line and willed that team to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. you could say, yeah, well, he's got this consistent target of Jamar Chase. And that's true. So maybe you could say if Herbert had a Jamar Chase, he would be just as good. But w- we don't know that. What I do know is that Burrow has already made a Super Bowl behind a terrible offensive line. So And a questionable coaching staff. And um, yeah, that's also true. I mean, Herbert has had Keenan Allen. Like, he's not, not this year, but he has had a healthy Keenan Allen for the whole mm-hmm. year before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I think they went like 9-7, and seven, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think know, that's... They're, they're definitely both quarterbacks where if you're anybody but Bills and Chiefs and Ravens, maybe, you're going, to, you would take a look. Mm-hmm. In the AFC? Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, you were, you would take a look even in the NFC. I mean, may, I'd say maybe Jaylen's, you could, I think they like Jalen. You'd say system. the Eagles would probably keep Hurts, but I, I don't know anybody else that wouldn't, that shouldn't look. I, I, again, I don't, I'm not sure about that. Is Dak good? Is Dak average? I, like, I don't know. Yeah. How many about is this him six? still? Yeah. It's feel weird. It's weird, it's like, right? We've gone this long, and I still am not sure if Dak's good. So mm-hmm. anyway, that gets that gets. Not the oh, Patriots. I'm sorry, I led you on a tangent there. The Patriots. No, you no. Bill Belichick loves his white boy built like Tom Brady too much. He would not. He would, <laughs> he's, he's keeping Mac Jones. Mac Jones and Mac Jones the second or whatever that other dude's name is. Oh, Bailey Zappi. Yeah, the yeah. same exact <laughs> player. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anyway, my worst performer of the week. It also has to deal with quarterbacks, and that is QB sneaks. Now, and now we can just talk about the game of the year, which we were going to talk about anyway. So, 
Kirk Cousins has a millimeter to go on a QB sneak to get into the end zone to win this football game, complete the comeback against the widely considered best team in the league, Buffalo Bills. And he cannot get that millimeter. It looks like, and initially I thought he did, he got it on the second effort, but he didn't. He fell short. He extended Mm -hmm. the ball too late. He doesn't get it. So this creates a scenario where the Bills are backed all the way up in their own end zone and have to do something. Now, Josh Allen has... what, six-inch yard line? Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. Josh Allen has this reputation. Big guy. He's going to get the QB sneak. So Josh Allen does it, except they bumble the snap. And so the Vikings recover in the end zone, scoring a touchdown. And going ahead, the Bills then drive down the field and after a questionable non-catch that was called a catch um, by Gabe Davis are able to force overtime, kicking a field goal. Uh, But then they go on to lose after a back-breaking interception from Josh Allen in the red zone. Stop me if you've heard that one before. Stop. What the heck? QB sneak is supposed to be the most consistent play in football, essentially. Like, it's going to get a yard. You're going to get a yard Mm -hmm. out of this. There's nothing you can do about it. And back-to-back QB sneaks failed in more spectacular fashion than the last. What is going on? Yeah. I don't know, dude. That's that's the 92% right there. Like, I don't know. It, it was very entertaining, though. Like, we were, like, FaceTiming at that point. And I'm like, oh, the game's done. Like, good try, Vikings, you know. And then it just bounces off Josh Allen's hands. And Kendricks just slides in and falls on it. It was so... It was, uh, it was insane. Did you see on... I'm thinking it was when Dalvin Cook dropped it or the pass, the play before it. Bills actually had 12 guys on the field, and it wasn't called. No, I didn't see that. I saw a screenshot, and someone counted, and there were legit 12 guys. Oh, my gosh. How do you miss that? I don't know. Well, and the ref, that's that's costly. We could have put refs on here as worst performer, not only for that the absolute performance they had last night. We're recording this on Tuesday after Monday Night Football. Um in which I I don't know I, did those guys make it out of Philadelphia? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, that was a but, violent face mask called that wasn't called. Yeah. I mean. But choosing not to review the Davis catch mm-hmm. was just an insane move by them. Like, why yeah. you just go and check it real quick? Why wouldn't you do that? But yeah, I mean, I I just I have never seen two QB sneaks back to back like that fail in such a dramatic yeah. way. The only one that is comparable to me right now is when the Chiefs tried to run a QB sneak and Mahomes dislocated his kneecap, which I didn't even know was possible, but, which is why we hey, don't run QB sneaks anymore with Patrick Mahomes. We only use they, our third string tight end. They got the first down there. So was they it, did get the first down. Was it but, a failed attempt? Even, even Yes, I would say hurt. I would say hurting your quarterback for, and that wasn't even the end of the game. What was that? Yeah. Wasn't was that Broncos. like the second quarter? Yeah, I think it was like the second quarter of that game. We still and won. Remember, we still won, right? Yeah, because we had two defensive touchdowns. We ended up winning like thirty to. We won like thirty. Oh yeah, yeah, we only, that's right. Yeah, well, kind of when's the last time the Broncos beat us? I think I was in high school. Peyton Manning. Yeah. Um. So, David, the the one question I have before we move on to best performer: Do you agree with the decision to go for the QB sneak on the Bills' part? Um. Because they're just trying to set up breathing room. If I remember correctly, the Vikings had one timeout. 
at that point. So obviously they can't kneel it down and just waste clock because they're going to get a safety. They were up for it at that moment. How do you feel about the call to go for a QB sneak there? Hindsight's always twenty twenty. I know people on Twitter were like, dude, just take the safety. That's an easy decision. I'm a Chiefs fan. I've played the Bills when Josh Allen's done a quarterback sneak. The greatest outcome of that is he gets like three or four yards, and he's done that against the Chiefs before. So I mm-hmm. honestly think that was a fine call because like mm-hmm. we've seen him like push the pile legit three, four, five yards on a quarterback sneak. Um, 92% success rate. The ball's being handed off once. There's no pass involved. There's not a second handoff. Like technically it's the safest play, you know. I think it's just right. unlucky. I think right. it's just very yeah. unlucky. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Also, the way that the Vikings, you take the safety, then the Vikings only need a field goal, which mm-hmm. Vikings kicker history aside, the way that Kirk was just pulling these third and long, fourth and longs out of nowhere to Justin Jefferson, um, who is the best wide receiver in the league. And I don't think there's a debate about that at this moment right now. Um, maybe you could say, you could say Tyreek, but the way that Jefferson just absolutely took over that game was crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't be confident that you could prevent them from getting into field goal range with the amount of time that was left. So also, because remember the right move, you have to punt it too. And it was really windy that day. So like, does the ball, yeah, the pun is probably not going to go as far as you want. And yeah, yeah, so I think they made the right choice. It was just a freak, freak instance. But I, I, I can't say I was upset with the outcome because I love a good Bills loss. Uh, they are now third place in their own division um, and currently are in a wild card position after being the number one seed. So that's how close their division is and how close yeah. the AFC is this year. Well, if the playoffs started right now, I think every AFC East team would make it. Mm-hmm. Five, six, seven, aren't they? Isn't Bills, Jets, Pats? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I, I think they're only they're only one game up on the Pats right now. Mm-hmm. Who are in last place in that division? Four. Yeah. The Patriots. I, it is the middle of November, and the Patriots are in last place in the AFC East. That's crazy. What What is going on? Um, who wins the AFC East right now? Do you think? I think it's still the Bills. I do too. Um, yeah. I think Miami could make again. a push, but they yeah they play everybody again. Um, I think they're going to come out kind of angry. Um, I think it's going to be the Bills. Uh, I could see Miami doing it. I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think the Chargers, the or not the Chargers, the Jets or the Pats have a chance. I think it's definitely between Miami and Buffalo. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that. Um, also, Dolphins have, have made a break here lately, and I know two is playing well. I will say they've played the Browns, Bears, and Lions the last three weeks. Um, right. So I think we should, yeah, we'll get to that later. But yeah, Dolphins are looking Brown. good, but I think the Bills are still just so well-rounded. Yeah, the the Bills are also dealing with some defensive injuries, which they should get some of those guys back down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I, I think they just, they got to talk to Allen, and this was a conversation that Mahomes had to have too, is just you can't always be Superman. Yeah. Um, that last pick he's, was, bad. The, was bad. And he didn't need to. He, he yeah. like, it, that wasn't fourth down. All right. He didn't have to force it there. They could have taken. Third, was it? No, I think it was second down. They could have taken. They were moving the ball down the field pretty easily against the Vikings defense. And he mm-hmm. just went for the Hail Mary play. Um, And he didn't need to. Yeah. And so 
Yeah, I, I, and he'll figure that out. He's still the second best QB in the league. Second best, though. He, he yeah. ain't number one. Well, that's um, kind of what people were saying with like Brian Dayball was the guy that could do that, and he's gone now. So now mm. it's like, all right, who needs who's the guy that needs to like reel Josh Allen in and? Mm-hmm. You know, but no, mm-hmm. I, no one's done it so far this year. We'll see. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you look at it; he got the ball in overtime, which is more than he's gotten, you know, at other points. Yeah, but Josh Allen and. Games of the year, Josh Allen. I mean, technically, they both took place in the same calendar year, but the game of the year last year and the game of the year this season, Josh Allen is 0 2 in those. Just a reminder to everyone. So he might be in the the best game each season, but he he ain't going to win it. And David, also involved with this game, just go ahead and give your performer of the week. 1 p.m., Kirk Cousins. Oh, my gosh. Come on. He's so good. For no Bro. he's actually not. He didn't play that well, but they win. So the second half, he was like that <laughs> most accurate quarterback in NFL history. Yeah. He well Kirk was absolutely dropping dimes in the absolute perfect spots that they needed to be. There were a there were a couple of times. I think there was one a back shoulder throw and I think it was in overtime to Justin Jefferson on the sideline. Yeah. Um, where that I was, was like, drive. I because everybody's talking about Jefferson. I was like, how in the heck did Kirk throw that? Like, what? Yeah, I I did not understand it. Kirk, he won't leave the pocket. Okay, nope. but he he's doing the man JJ down there somewhere, and he's just yeah, chucking it. It's true, and it works. Yeah, there were a couple times he was getting hit, and he was like cowering away from the hit. I mean, naturally, he's reacting and still got the ball out, and it just. Fell right into Justin Jefferson's hands. Like, how in the world? Yeah, just, he was. He might be. He might kind of be good. I don't know. One that one p.m. Weird. One p.m. Kirk plays well enough. You might convince me to cheer for a seven twenty-five Kirk. I don't know. No, no, stop. You, you never can't. Know. There's that. The, it's that is a immutable law like gravity. You cannot root for Kirk Cousins in prime time. Kirk Cousins and Andy Dalton are two people you should never expect to play well in prime time, ever, no matter what. He has to and eventually, right? Older Tom Brady at this point. No, I mean, like you'd say lo- if right? law of averages were going to kick in, it would have already kicked in, David. It's not well, It's not happening. Um, that's fair. So, yeah. My, my best performer of the week are people who are performing jobs they're unqualified for. So are you can filling I, out I a guess? resume? right now and just you don't think you should be getting this job who gives a darn you know why because jeff saturday came in and won a football game after being an analyst on espn um and they did come out and say he has experience he's helped them with o-line stuff like very fringe o-line stuff in the last two years um but bill power is just is just shaking right now. Dude, Bill England. Cower was the maddest <laughs> I've ever seen a person on an NFL pregame yeah. show. <laughs> his face he, would cramp up. He was so upset. He, is there a coaches union? Because if there is, you should have Bill Cower as the president. The way that man talks <laughs> about football coaches is the way that most people talk about um, guys that have served in war. Um, yeah. Or, or Tom Brady, who's deploying for another NFL season. Um, yeah. Actually deployed overseas this year. Thank you for your service, Thomas. 
on yeah on on <laughs> wait on Veterans Day weekend no less. Tom Brady was out there in another country. Um, so yeah, what country thank was you? you? Thank you, Tom. Germany. Ah, uh, hey, well, we're not we're not doing. I will not say doing any of that. Best performer and, of the week sh- should have been Germany. I'm actually upset we didn't d- choose Munich. Did you? You know what? Yeah, they the German fans were more fun than any any NFL fans have been ever. There were three million uh, entries to get in this game. Three million people wanted a ticket to get in. Obviously, they couldn't they, accept that many. See, but I don't know that if you're gonna put a football team in. Like overseas, I don't know why you should do it in Germany, not England. I mean, the English crowds haven't been terrible, but nothing was like that German crowd. Can you imagine if they are their own team, dude? I, did be, you see like be insane. post game on the field? They were in like interviewing them, and the entire crowd was like hadn't left yet, and they were singing. And like Tom Brady was like, "This place is insane." Like, you know, <laughs> you know what? I'm I, changing mine. We can talk about Jeff Saturday later. You're right. The German crowd. That was so um, cool. It, that's, it's not even October, and, and, which is when most of those people get, get real pumped up. But the, the, pretzels, the pretzels were there. The beer was flowing, and they were, they were having a good time. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Shout out Roger to, shout out to he, German people. Roger did say he plans to have more uh, games in the future. Also saw a screenshot. Uh, it seemed legit. Someone took a picture of a billboard in Germany and it said like coming soon. And it was like Travis Kelsey and Mahomes and like an NFL logo on it. So people are like, are they is like they're advertising for like next year's game already? Possibly maybe the next year game is uh, it better not. Chiefs be. have what Chiefs have the third highest market in Germany. Yeah, I think so. Something I know like they're that. in the I saw top that five. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that'd be fun. I'm, I mean, I don't I'm know sure that would be a big answer. draw. Yeah, for them. It's kind of like this is going to sound real stupid, so bear with me. It's kind of like whenever they do overseas wrestling shows and they only pay attention to the fringe amount of guys who are the most famous. So like whereas American crowds don't really care as much if the John Cena shows up, if John Cena shows up somewhere overseas, everybody loses their dang minds. Because yeah. they're like, oh my God, that's the guy we've only ever seen on TV. I think it was the same situation. They were so mm-hmm. happy that Tom Brady, the guy they've been hearing about for 20 years, the most famous NFL player, was over there, that it was just like, this is fantastic. We got Tom yeah. Brady. Whereas Americans are tired of Tom Brady. We're tired of seeing yeah. him. But yeah, yeah. Germans are like, this guy's fantastic. And I mean, his wife may not like him, but we do. So, yeah. Bro, you know, maybe. Oh, I saw a tweet and it was out of pocket. It was something about international. That's something to do with his wife and him winning. The oh, game. he's undefeated. He's undefeated in international games in 0-1 with international women. Something like that. Yeah. 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 He's Poor also Tom. undefeated since his divorce. That's which is yeah. Weird. Playing angry. Um, That's all he needed. So I guess Tom Brady actually has the highest selling Germany. Uh, wow, highest selling jersey in Germany, and actually, I think Mahomes is second highest selling mm-hmm. jersey jersey in germany so yeah mm-hmm. dude shout out to the german crowd that was really really fun it was awesome and they were seeing weren't they seeing john denver yeah yeah that's great like oh john denver we're all, we're is all universal yeah heart. except ah uh, god i hope not um yeah, all right so that was our best and worst performers of the week hopefully david doesn't 
try to sing on this podcast. Up next, we have results. Um, week 10, David and I both went six and eight. Um, and we are both 87 and 63 overall. So not a good week for us. Is that back-to-back weeks we've had the same record? Yes. Um, and it was the same situation. We picked different on two games and we split. Um, so maybe we'll try to make it more interesting. We started off 0 and 4, uh, the Thursday night and then early noon game, early game in Germany. And then the noon game really killed us. Um, but we ended up being okay after that. We kind of rebounded a little bit. Um, this week, uh, Thursday night football, Titans at Packers. Um, Titans are coming off a very boring football game against the Denver Broncos, and the Packers are coming off of their best game of the year against the Dallas Cowboys. I think before Sunday, if you would have asked me, I would have picked Titans, no hesitation. I will now be choosing the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. I think they found something. Uh, I don't know. I think they just needed needed that little spark. Um, and because I mean, they looked like a completely different team. They looked like the Packers team that we're used to seeing. Um, mm-hmm. So who knows if that continues? But I don't know. Signs kind of point to that. But I just I don't know, dude. I just don't know if I trust the Titans. Yeah, the the quarterback problem with the Titans is always something that's going to, it's just going to linger. I mean, they're a well-coached team. Their defense is tough, but uh, I don't know. It's it's just hard. I I agree with you. I think the thing that the Packers figured out is run the football. Yeah. They're a run-first team. That's how they're built. That's what they should be doing. And it opened up a lot more things in the passing game, play action. Rodgers had open receivers who actually caught touchdowns. So Christian Watson slowly figured it out. Got to give him yeah. time and he, he balled out. So I, th- I think that I think the Packers are on to something. I feel like we could just see Packers win streak coming up here. Also, this is home, uh, which Lambeau is still a place that matters, I think. And it's going to be a night game in Lambeau and it's going to be cold. Um, and I think all those things just help the Packers. After a win against the Cowboys, I feel like that might be all it needs for that Lambeau crowd to get back to what it is. Mm-hmm. Helped out by little- former coach Mike McCarthy being a moron at certain points, but yeah, come on. Sorry, Zach. Um, RIP. Yeah, I think the Packers <laughs> have figured something out. I would. They're not going to win the division. They're way too far out of it. Wouldn't be surprised if they made it. You know, one wild card week made the playoffs. One wild card weekend and made a divisional game. Um, I feel like yeah, they I could bet. go on a. Going they run. might be able to sneak in to the wild card spot. Yeah. Especially I think with the way the I, NFC is right now. Yeah, I think the NFC is weak. Um, if you're looking at another conference, the, the only the only conference that really has top to bottom good talent is the East. Mm-hmm. Um, everywhere else, there's openings. The Rams are out of it. They're done for the year. Cardinals are done. So you think Niners are making that division. You have to just hope you get a better record than the worst team in the East, probably. Yeah, if you're the Packers... Actually- they're sitting ninth right now, actually. Washington five and five, and then San Francisco's five and four. So they're actually kind of. I mean, they're not that far from it. Yeah, I, I feel like you. If you're the Packers, you just have to have a better record than the worst team in the East, and you will get a playoff spot because yep. the East are going to send three, probably could send four. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, both of us are on the Packers for Thursday night football. Uh, noon games on Sunday. Bears at Falcons. 
Uh, Falcons are favored minus three in this game. David's already talked about the Bears' lack of just help around Justin Fields. The Falcons are a team that I, I, I don't know what to do with them. I, I genuinely don't understand what they are week to week. There's times when you're like, the Falcons may be the best team in this pretty bad division, and there's other times where the Falcons just can't possibly just possibly win any games because they look so dumb. Um, I kind of want to pick the Bears, dude. I'm going to. I, and I think I'm basing that solely off of I want Justin Fields to be good. I think it'll yeah. be entertaining if he's good. And so I'm going to pick the Bears. But yeah, they scored 33, 29, 32, and 30 points their last four games. And while mm-hmm. th- they've lost three or four, like the offense is consistently scoring now, right? That was the question at the beginning of the year of like, this is the worst two and one team in the league, but their offense couldn't put any points together. Well, mm-hmm. their offense has figured it out now. And I don't, yeah, mm-hmm. again, with the Falcons, I just don't know. I mean, looking at their schedule right now, I just don't know what to expect. So they're they're all messed up. So give me the Bears. Yeah, I would agree. Up next, Panthers at Ravens. So the Ravens are favored minus 12. And if we've learned anything of late, it's that you shouldn't trust double-digit favorites. I don't think the Ravens should be favored 12 points over anybody. I'd give them a touchdown. Um, yeah, I I don't want to pick Panthers. The Panthers. Bad though. I know there's the Falcons, but I'm gonna pick the Ravens, but I will I'm going to say that with the caveat that I don't think the Ravens cover the spread. Yeah, I have Ravens too. I this is honestly one of the, I know it's weird saying this that I'm gonna say this. This is one of the more underrated teams. I think they haven't actually really been talked about a lot, a whole lot this year, I feel like. Um and I, I think this team's pretty good. And they added Roquan Smith from the Bears. Um, if they can just kind of figure out the finishing games aspect, like, I don't know, this team could be pretty dangerous. So we'll see how they respond here. Did they have, they had a bye week, I, be, I believe, didn't they? Uh, who, the Ravens? Yes. Last week, or did they? I don't think they played last week. I don't remember seeing the Ravens play anybody last week. Yeah, they had a bye week, so. Okay. Yeah, that's what you I know, thought. Maybe that helped him. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, next, uh, Browns at Bills. The Browns just got absolutely shellacked by just the Dolphins. Brown- they got browned on. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> that was real forced. Um, uh, that was good. But it's it. I don't know. I don't understand that game. It They showed up in the first drive, scored a touchdown, and then were just like missing in action for the rest of the game. Uh, the Dolphins did whatever they wanted offensively, and their defense looked good too, which hasn't been the case. Deshaun Watson has been cleared to practice um, now, so I don't think he can play this week. He has to sit out this game, and he can play in the next one. Um, so, Which is? Uh, Texans. They play the Texans his first game back, I'm pretty sure, right? They do, which means yeah. he's not able to come back until week 13. So I think it's two weeks of participating with the team, and then he can play. Oh, uh, okay. Because it's week okay. 13. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so that doesn't really factor, but I just wanted to remind people that you will eventually have to watch Deshaun Watson on your TV screens. 
Uh, Bills. I think Bills, the Bills are going to have a bounce back game. No. I don't see yeah, we said I they just... weren't going to lose back-to-back games last week, and they did, but the, the Browns are a far cry from the Vikings in terms of talent. Yeah. Um, Even the Jets. Yeah, so I, I, I Bills here. Uh, yeah. Commanders at Texans. Uh, the Commanders are favored plus three, which you could say, you know, home field is normally two and a half to three points. So you could say that the Commanders, Vegas thinks the Commanders are six points better than the Texans. Um, they look good despite the terrible missed face mask call. They, they played, they played competitive in their last few games. The Heineke bump seems to be real. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to choose them to keep rolling. And I think the Texans are one of the worst teams in the league. I'm going commanders. Mm-hmm. Hey, Washington's won four or five and their loss was 20 to 17 against the Vikings. Like that's. A game that they could have very easily won. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like they got Antonio Gibson, Brian Robinson, Terry McLaurin, uh, Curtis Samuel. Like they have like some good skill pieces around them. So, yeah, I have this is the game I had already written in. I like the commanders in this one. Mm -hmm. Up next, Eagles at Colts. The Colts are favored. or not favored. They're underdogs plus six and a half at home. The Colts are not favored against the Eagles. Uh, which again, using the same logic means the Eagles are like nine to to almost ten points better. Uh Eagles are coming off their first loss of the year. Um, and the Colts are coming off a win. Uh you Oh Colts. The Aaron coach o, no O Raiders, not O Colts. Yeah. O-Raiders. Yeah. So let's talk about that and <laughs> that now um and then actually we'll just skip down and pick the raiders broncos game next if you don't mind yeah. uh so colts raiders josh mcdaniels should be run out of the building um if you looked at the postgame presser every single raiders player looked dejected and like they wanted to ask for a trade but the trade deadline had already passed uh including Derek carr the guy who has been lucky stick with it guy yeah I can't imagine a worse situation to be in. You know, that's embarrassing to lose to the Colts to a team that just hired a head coach off of ESPN's analysis desk and had a week to prepare for this game. Um, Not only to just prepare for this game, but to prepare to be a head coach of an NFL team and to lose Mm -hmm. like that. That's just, that's embarrassing. I I don't, there's not, there's not a good excuse for it. The, The Raiders, are not stacked by any means. They are not one of the most talented teams in the league, but they're a far cry from one of the least talented teams in the league. Um, at the very least, they should be able to score, and they they struggled to do that against the Colts. Uh, can I read the quote that uh, Raiders owner Mark Davis said about yep. Josh McDaniels? He said, quote, I like Josh. I think he's doing a fantastic job. That's why I hired him. We did an exhaustive search and found the person we believe is going to bring the Raiders to greatness. And then he ended it with, Rome wasn't built in a day. That's what he said. That's what he said. So he's on the hot list. He's on the hot seat. If you remember (laughs) earlier, Jim Ursay gave a very big vote of confidence to Frank Reich two weeks before firing him. Um, That's fair. Build... To me, I don't know. When you pay that much for, I mean, I saw a tweet today. They 
spent $553 million in the offseason. Uh, the Raiders did. Uh, second most. Um, sounds like you're trying to build Rome in a day and kind of like a win it this year or we're not going to win it. And the, yeah, they're just struggling. So uh, Raiders yeah. fans out there, I'm sorry. I, I, I know we're wrong. I'm not. It, it is painful. I, you are in pain, and I recognize your pain. Uh, hey, but <laughs> hey, guess what? At least, at least you're not the Broncos. Anyway, back to Eagles Colts. We will get to Raiders Broncos in a second. Eagles Colts. I think we're both going Eagles here. I don't really even have to ask, right? Yeah, Eagles cover. I don't know what the record is of interim coaches in their first game, but it's got to be above 500. It always seems to happen where an interim coach comes in, energizes the locker room, they win a first game, and then. I think it comes there in there. Did you find it online? I, I was trying to find one. I feel like that's something like Ble- Bleacher Report just randomly has in a 2019 article or something, you know? Uh, 2022. Result of the last 11 years interim head coaches are, mm, this was written in October, 14 and 9 straight up. What The, the first game? They are 14 and 9 in first games, despite being underdogs in 16 of the 23 games. Dang. So that's, that's impressive. So yeah, we should have just picked Wait. we should have just picked the Colts because they had an interim. It's coach. probably 15 and what well, has they updated this one? That just no, happened. so it's 15. So, 15. so it's 15 and 9. Come um, on. So what we what the Raiders should do if they would like to win a game is fire Josh McDaniels, promote somebody, they can beat the Broncos, and then drive the rest of their season. And then promote yeah. someone. Fire. Okay, so we actually found the system. You you <laughs> oh hire a bad coach. You lose week one. You fire that coach, and then each week you fire the interim and promote a different guy, and you'll eventually you end with like a twelve and five record and probably the two seed. Um. You so yeah, uh, we're gonna charge for that. By the way, uh, yeah, twenty five thousand dollar consulting fee for each time you fire the coach. Um, Saul Goodman. He's our lawyer. Yeah. Better call him. Better call him. Uh, Raiders at Broncos. This is, a, I think, later afternoon game, but I'm just going to skip down to it. The Broncos yeah, might be in the most depressing situation. I know we just talked about the Raiders, but they spent and leveraged their entire future on a quarterback who is not good. Um, and not only is he not good, he's also a bad locker room guy. And... And add on top of that, their head coach doesn't seem like he's very good either. Um, mm. Is there any is there any team in the NFL more down bad right now than the Broncos? I we we just talked about the Raiders, but in the down bad rankings, is there anybody ahead of the Broncos? I don't think there is because no one else spent lost draft picks and lost three hundred thirty million dollars. It's this, crazy. This I will say. All of you fans, and specifically even Chiefs fans, who are upset at your general manager for not doing anything with trade deadline, this is why things maybe weren't done. Because when you make a trade, not only do you sacrifice picks, but you also sacrifice cap space. And sometimes it's not worth the risk of doing both. Sometimes you just draft a guy using a pick, and you don't sacrifice the cap space. But you have to make sure it hits, or you lose both things. And Broncos have lost both significantly. So... Don't be mad at your GM for not making a move before the trade deadline. Just going to say that. Yeah, this is as bad. Okay, so rank these eras so far. I know we're only, what, 10 games into the the Russell Wilson era. 
but mm-hmm. the Paxton Lynch era, the Trevor Simeon era, and the Brock Osweiler era, along with the Russell Wilson era, how, like, which one is the worst? If you're just looking at it from the outside, which one is the worst? I think I still have to say Russ. None of those guys were worth $330 million. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they were all tall. She also actually didn't Brock Osweiler go like six he, and yeah. six or something like six and five. Like well, he wasn't terrible. Yeah, and they they ended up. What did the didn't the Texans give Brock Osweiler ninety million dollars? Yeah, because of how oh. he played. <laughs> the, the Texans. Oh, the Texans. <laughs> They're like, let's try this. You guys are great. I can't um, figure out. I'm pretty sure yeah, Brock Osweiler got a ninety million dollar contract from the Texans, and then was traded to the Browns. Um, if I'm remembering correctly. Well, yeah, he kind of bounced around because I feel like the oh, desperate teams do that. They see like a, one good season. They're like, he'd fit in our system. And then <laughs> you mean the Chiefs pre Alex Smith, essentially? Matt Castle, yeah, that guy, that guy led the Patriots to 11 and five after Brady got hurt. Pick him up. He'll be good. True. He was not good. Um, hey. Trevor Simeon, 2016, they went 9-7, and seven and oh, they barely missed the playoffs. So yeah, got I, a Pro Bowl alternate nod. Come on. Oh, my gosh. That doesn't stop. Pro Bowl doesn't mean anything. I, it just, it literally doesn't. No, I forgot I, the Broncos had Case Keenum. Oh, my gosh. There's a Case Keenum era. I mean, Drew Locke, obviously. Joe Flacco was there. <laughs> Dude, the, the Broncos, the Broncos are the new, like, we talk about, the Colts, the Broncos are the rent a QB franchise. They are right now. And they just looks- had one go terribly wrong. The, the Broncos essentially rented what they thought was going to be a Ferrari. Uh, and when they showed up, the paint job looked all nice. They were real excited about it. They sat in the, in, they sat inside. The Ferrari smelled like old stale French fries and they tried to take it out on the highway. They figured out the transmission was kind of shot. The tires were leaking air all the time and that, yeah, you could get from place to place if you really wanted to, but you definitely weren't going to be able to go on any long drives. All right, Colin. Yeah, Colin Cowherd. That's that's it right there. The Ferrari, the Ferrari analogy. Shout out to Colin Cowherd for equating all sports to cars. Um, they're, like, they're the Browns and Colts combined. I, I don't understand what has happened. This was one of the most well-run organizations. The Broncos used to be one of the teams I was always scared of. Powerhouse, yeah. And, you know, they are historically, what, third in, in Super Bowls one or something? And they're it's sad. So. Yeah. Um, and I am old enough to remember at the beginning of the season when I was told that the Chiefs were going to be the third best team in this, in this division because the mm-hmm. Broncos had Russell Wilson. Um, how'd you guys trade away Drew Locke and get worse? You traded mm-hmm. away Drew Locke, and he's not even good enough to start for the other team that he went to, right? Well, to his to, to his and defense, Geno's a stud. And you guys are playing worse than you were when you had him as your quarterback. So you traded a guy that was a backup, and you are now playing worse than when he when he was your starter. Dude, actually surprising, Broncos only have three Super Bowl titles. As much as the Washington Commanders. I thought they have four. 97, 98, and 2015. Mm. Dang. 
still there were a historic franchise yeah, oh, they, for a while and, for sure. and they've well, the fallen was, they, like they've fallen very far they the leveraged is, their future Peyton for Manning, Peyton Manning and they had to they play got, Tom Brady so that hurt his like Super Bowl appearances as you're always having to play Tom and obviously they, Tom they leveraged they leveraged their future for Peyton Manning it paid off with the Super Bowl then they were in cap hell afterwards um yep. especially because they had to try to pay that defense they then were trying to rent a QB for a while it didn't work um and they 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 made this big move to go out and to get um to get a, a you know what they thought was going to be a tier 1 quarterback what we all thought was going to be a tier 1 quarterback um but now as we get further from it and you see all the stuff that's come out of Seattle you realize that they were not they were not sad to get rid of Russell Wilson and they settled. They wanted Aaron Rodgers, and they got Russell Wilson, which you think that's a good compensation package. It's not, yeah. you know, as bad as Aaron Rodgers is playing this year, he is not playing as bad as Russell Wilson. Pete Carroll is a slick one. He's slick. Yeah. Sneaky. Uh, we, I think, I think as we go back, I'm now realizing we didn't give the Seattle defense enough credit. Mm. <laughs> so well, I so, think the year they won it, Russ did play very well. His yeah, use of his it, legs was impressive. Think about that Broncos game and what are you're not remembering any of the things they did on offense though. Well, that, that's a good point. So good point. Yeah. Um Although, anyway, back to this game. This, I don't know who to pick. <laughs> I'm going I'm gonna pick Broncos. Because <laughs> they both after talking about that, the Raiders seem more depressing. Um as of right now, in terms of how the players are feeling, I think the overall outlook for the Broncos as an organization is much worse because they are tied to all of this. But I think that the Raiders are playing worse right now. I mean, the Raiders lost to the Colts. The Broncos lost to the Titans. Losing to the Titans is a better loss. It's a better loss. They have a much better defense. Although, before you finalize your pick, I think Jerry Judy might be out for some time. Which is their top dude? Shoot, let me the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Fine. This is no should nobody should watch this game. Do not go near this game. Don't even sniff this game. Yeah, Jerry got hurt on the first play of the game, and he was out. He was immediately like called out for the rest of the game. Do you know why I don't know that? Because I did not watch Broncos <laughs> you didn't Titans. Watch it. There was no yeah. way I was going to watch Broncos Titans. Which had a combined score of twenty-seven. The under was never in doubt. Yeah, and that game. absolutely. Give me the oh Raiders too. You know, you just see Devontae Adams and Derek Carr and Darren Waller, and you're like, oh my goodness, how could this team not? You just produce well. How Chandler is Josh Jones McDaniels and- a former offensive coordinator and can't call offensive plays? Nathan, that's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> I can't get question. over these coaches who are supposed to be experts in the one area, and their team sucks in that area. Like, if you tell yeah, me they, the Raiders' defense is the problem, that's fine. But they scored 20 points, so it can't be their defense. All right? The last three games, 20 points, 20 points, zero points. Right. Why, why is their offense so bad? This is, I'd like to know. People are asking. I mean, Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams alone. That's like, those are two of the top players. Right. Two two of some of the top players in their position groups. Like, how how are they not producing stuff? And, you know, Derek Carr 
should be able to outmatch the offensive output of 89-year-old Matt Ryan at this point, okay? He's 87, dude. Come on. All right, my bad. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we're both picking the Raiders, and we're both going to feel gross about it. Circling dude, back to the so much games. time on the Broncos and Raiders. That's awesome. That's true. Yeah, we got to speed through some of these other ones. Jets at Patriots. Um, I don't know. The Patriots won the first round. The Jets are coming off of a bye week. Uh, Actually, both. Are they both coming off? Is this one of those stupid things where they... Yeah, because Stevenson's on my fantasy team, and I had to bench him. That's why I lost this Mm -hmm. week. Okay. Um, So both coming off of bye weeks. Uh, I will be doing the thing that I do whenever it's a really good coach off a bye week, and I will just be saying Belichick off a bye, and I'll pick the Patriots. Even though I think the Jets are a better team. Yeah, I think the Pats, I mean, the Pats defense has always been pretty good, but I think they found their running back in Stevenson, and they, I mean, he has 129 carries through 10 weeks. Um, I don't know. I also just feel like Belichick's going to wreak havoc against Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's one of those QBs where Belichick's just, okay, you're done. I have you figured out. Yeah, he like turns on film and he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'm trying to think, because I'm pretty sure last time they played, Wilson just threw a pick, I guess. It wasn't terrible. But, yeah. Or, no, I'm sorry. I looked at the wrong stat. Yeah, last time they played, Pats picked him off three times. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think they just know how to play the Jets. And also, it's been the 20-year curse of Pats and Jets. Why would I pick the Jets? You know what I mean? So that probably is lingering as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're gonna pick the you're gonna pick the Pats. Oh yes, I I picked the Patriots. Okay, there you go. Uh, up next, another KFC sadness bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Two teams that we thought were going to be in the playoffs that are not, uh, and that is the Rams at the Saints. The Saints are starting Andy Dalton for some reason continually. Why? Didn't you? Like try you gave Jameis an extension because you wanted to see if he was the guy, and now you won't even play him, even though he's suited up on the sidelines in full pads, so he must be healthy. Um, so they look Andy's, terrible. I think Andy's better if Jameis isn't one hundred percent. But if he, I didn't know he was suited though, if he's suited up and ready to go, it sounds like he's. Good I just to go. don't. What is the purpose? What is the merit in going four and twelve with Andy Dalton as your starter? Yeah. You know what? What's the purpose? Why or four and thirteen? I guess probably not. Five and twelve, maybe with him as your. I just don't get it. You're not helping your yeah. team. You're not figuring anything out because you're not going to have Andy Dalton be the quarterback of the future. So I, I just don't understand it. Um, and then the Rams, Cooper Cup, uh, got hurt finally. Um, after carrying the offense of the Rams. Um, I know this personally because he was on my fantasy team and the Rams would lose and Cooper Cup would still have like 30 fantasy points every year. Um, I can kiss my fantasy season goodbye now because he's hurt, which sucks. He was on another... He was was not getting talked about as much because the Rams weren't as good, but he was on the pace for another historic season. Um, And yeah, the Rams just look real sad. Yeah, give me the Saints. This is weird. But with Cooper Cup out, dude, they the Rams have proven that they don't have anybody that can consistently step up. And I, I think it's going to be a struggle. Is Matt Stafford even back? If Warford has to play again, oof-duh. 
Uh, I will be going with the Rams, and there is a dumb reason for this. And the reason is all you have to do when you game plan for the Rams is what is Cooper Cup doing? Okay, that's it. Now that he's not there, I think it includes a little bit of wrinkles. I think Sean McVay is forced to get a little more creative. And I, if the Saints start Andy Dalton again, like I just I have no confidence in them if they have Andy Dalton in a quarterback. So I will be going with the Rams, despite the Rams having one of the worst seasons uh, after winning a Super Bowl that any team has ever had ever. Mm. So there's that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if Stafford's playing or not. He's still questionable. He's another guy. They may just old. And they might just want to shut. They, I I I don't know. You may just want to shut him down. If you're already shutting Cooper Cup down, you may just at least for the next couple of games. Maybe not permanently, but for the next couple of games, just let him take a break. Yeah. Um, up next, the Lions at Giants. Uh, the Lions came off a, a pretty good win, I would say. Any win two, for the Lions is a pretty good win. Yeah, back to back. It's a winning streak that doesn't happen for Detroit. Uh, and the Giants are the Giants had a. Do they have a bye? I can't remember. All no, these weeks beat, are flooding together. They no, they the they beat the Texans, Texans right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they had a bye. Ah, uh, it was right. Um, <laughs> oh, daggum, man! Sorry, Texans fans. Uh yeah, because that's right. Because they ran Saquon Barkley like thirty-four times, which thirty-five carries, oh. one fifty-two, and a tutty. Oh my gosh, that's okay, insane. But- Daniel Jones, though, 13 for 17, 197, and two touchdowns. Like, that's just like, that's a perfect game for Daniel. Yeah, he had near, now I'm all this, the information from this game is flooding back to me. He had a near perfect passer rating, which is stupid, but it, because passer rating makes no sense, but it's true. Um, at Giants, I, I, I don't see, the Lions got gashed in the run game against the Bears, that's what the Giants specialize in. I just think this mm. is a bad matchup for them. Yeah, they are allowing 160.9 yards on the ground per game. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. That is Sa- not good. Saquon might hit 200 on this, on this one. Yeah, yeah I agree with the Giants. Uh, next, Cowboys at Vikings. Vikings are... I, this line can't be right. I need to look at this again. Dallas by one. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Dallas is favored minus one on ESPN right now. Why? I I don't think even Vegas thinks Vikings are legit. Why are they I favored ask- at the? I mean, just you got the Vikings are home. You should give them two yeah. points anyway. So. I, I mean, I understand maybe this is a pick but I can't see making the Cowboys favored. What? Yeah, Cowboys minus one. Money line is Cowboys minus 120. Over-under is 47 and a half. Uh, All I'll that ask, being I'll said, this. I'm picking the Cowboys. I'll ask you this. What are your thoughts on the Vikings after the game? So, I think the Vikings are as real as any other NFC team, which is a backhanded compliment. Because the NFC... I, the, I think the winner of the Super Bowl is going to be whoever the AFC team is. Um, I just, I don't, I've, I have long been on the Eagles or frauds train. Um, I've been early to that. I still feel like that's true. I would just like to point out that the last team to end a late perfect season 
um, was the Washington Commanders when they did to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who were 11 and 0 at one point in 2020. They finished the season 12 and four and lost in the first round. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't know if the Vikings are great. That was a good win against the Bills. Cousins still scares me in certain moments. Um, and I think if they go up against, if the Bills have all of their guys healthy, I don't think that game's that close. I really don't. I think the Bills easily win if their defense is healthy, which is why I will be picking the Cowboys in this game. Everybody's going to be on the Vikings because the Vikings are underdogs. I, The Cowboys are coming off a pretty bad loss at Lambeau. It's not as hard to play at Minnesota. And I think their defense is going to cause problems for Kirk Cousins. Also a dome, and Cowboys playing a dome. Yeah, a dome game. So I, I'm going to go Cowboys here. I actually was kind of leading Cowboys too. Don't um, do it. You're going to make it. You're going to make me look stupid because if you pick it, there's no way the Cowboys win. <laughs> really? This is going to. Well, I'm just saying, like. No, dude, I get it. You could do whatever we, you want. We were talking about this in our group chat. Um, <coughs> excuse me, but like I. I would rather play a team coming off a win rather than playing them coming off a loss because it just refocuses mm-hmm. you. Uh, mm-hmm. It it gets you back to work, right? And and I think the Cowboys are in that situation. I mean, you saw Mike throw his headset. I think the whole team's like that. Like, that was a game we should have won. And to catch up with the Eagles, we needed that. So I think that kind of refocuses the Cowboys. And, you know, I know the Vikings have been, like, partying on the, the their jet back home the whole time, but, like, that's going to be a draining see. win. I mean, that's an overtime tough yeah. battle comeback yeah. win. And that's so. kind of their mentality of like the party is like, you know, I'll use to say they, I'm not saying they can't refocus and get back to work, but yeah, I, it's Cowboys defense. Uh, besides last week, though, I will say the Cowboys defense, what they didn't they give up, were they over? Yeah, they have 160. They played pretty well. Soon. In the first three quarters, it was just that last, the fourth quarter, they just were mm-hmm. getting gashed. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We may be wrong about this, but we're both going Cowboys I know you, here. You were wanting me to pick the Vikings, weren't you? Mainly because I, we're going to look real stupid if the Vikings just win again. They're going to be like, why did you not pick the team that only has one loss? Uh, it's yeah. just, that's going to happen. Hey, any given Sunday. That's my response. Any given Sunday. Okay. That's a decent football movie, although I don't even know if I've seen it all the way through. Jamie Foxx in, um, is in that. So there you go. Bengals at nice. Steelers. Uh, no Jamar Chase for this game, pretty sure. Correct. Um, Steelers just beat the Saints, which is not impressive. Um, but they got to win. Sunday, and though. You can look at. They're the Steelers with TJ Watt and without T they're two completely different teams. When they have TJ Watt, they are like two times as good as when they don't have him. That's just, that's a fact. He's a defensive wrecker and the Bengals have a bad offensive line. Those are all the things, the reasons to pick the Steelers. The reason to pick the Bengals are they lot. This was a week one game that got away from the Bengals that they should have won that they didn't. Um, that ended very ugly for them. And 
you could say that maybe this will be a sort of revenge type game for them. These games are always tough. They're always close. It's going to be at Pittsburgh late afternoon. So second half is going to be dark. What if we messed around and picked the Steelers? I kind of want to, but I'm not going to. I'm going to pick the Bengals. Yeah. However, I understand why you would pick the Steelers if you want to do that. I think that's been me every week this year with the Bengals. Like I kind of want to pick the other team, but I always end up picking the Bengals. I do think the Bengals win. I don't think the Steelers are great. I know they have TJ, but one guy can only do so much. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, unless Mike Tomlin just, you know, puts the bird up and says, screw you, watch me do this. And which he, he's known to do that, right? He doesn't, he, he does not care, as he's been quoted saying. So Mike Tomlin's a home to. dog. You know what? Screw it. Mike Tomlin is a home underdog. I'm just going to pick the Steelers. He's never finished with a losing record. Nine. There's how many games left? Seven. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have to win out, but he, you know it's still possible. So you're you're going you're going Steelers. Yeah, uh, Mike Tomlin is a home underdog. I think this game is going to be tough. I already talked Which about the TJ Watt thing. To hear that. Mike Thomas as a home underdog is just not something we're yeah. used to. Yeah, I, I think when he gets counted out a lot, it helps. But I, I do think this is a different team with TJ Watt. Um, it's true. The, I mean, the it team is, that yeah. we saw week one is not the team that we've seen recently. And he wasn't. He didn't have a great game stat-wise, but every time he's in, they have to double him. And when they double him, other guys get the opportunity to win. So Also, their I'm offense going. is arguably better now than it was week one. They had a yeah. Trubisky led team, and they weren't sure really what they were doing. But now with Kenny Pickett, I think they found something. They seem to be on the right track, and I just the Bengals are different without Jamar Chase. We've already seen that, and this offensive line's really bad. I just worry about their ability to protect Joe Burrow in this game, which is what cost them the first game. That's why Burrow oh, yeah. threw so many picks um, because he was getting rushed and hurried. He was trying to make a play, and he doesn't have Jamar Chase to fall back on. So I'm yeah. Steelers. Do you want to change it, or are you going to stick Bengals? Nah, screw it. I'll be cheering against them anyway. Give me the Steelers. So we both have switched. All right. Uh, up next, What's the worst thing Sunday can happen? Night Football. We they get it wrong. I mean, it's not going to be <laughs> that bad. But Chiefs at Chargers. Um, the Chiefs are favored by seven. The Chargers are banged up. This game is going to be close. The Chiefs are not going to cover the spread, but I think they still win. Yeah. Chiefs were minus four. And uh, I won't say turnover differential because I'm adding in that onside kick. Minus four in losing possessions differential. And Mm -hmm. uh, they still put up 27 points. Mm -hmm. I was listening to a podcast. They had 10 total possessions the entire game. And they lost four of those possessions. If if I, if I just told you that, would you think that that team succeeded? And usually you're like, yeah. and it was never in doubt. I never really felt like yeah. the Jags were a threat. I was only mad that they were going to cover the spread, which is what I was mm-hmm. getting pissed about because we just had to cover the spread against them. Um, when we did, barely, yeah. just barely. This was like the first time, uh, we you, you, we like Facetimed and stuff. I like almost wasn't paying attention. Like usually I'm so in like. Yeah, I didn't really care in the second half and I of this was like, game. Eh. Oh yeah, we're winning, you know. So I was just like, wow, this is weird that I am not like caring so much. Christ- but. Christian Kirk seems pretty good. He'd be a really good number two, I think, on a good team. 
to almost number one. So that's what I got yeah. out of that game. But Christian, that, Christian like is very good. Um, this game's going to be close. It's also Sunday Night Football. It always is. Uh, the yeah. Chargers play way better against the Chiefs than they do against anybody else. Them and the Raiders both. They just do. Um, yeah. That's something you can count on. So I expect I this say, game to be close. I expect a sweat, but I really think the Chiefs will pull it out. We will have Trent McDuffie back. So that is nice. He's, he's That's a difference. He's allowed like one. Actually, no, he's not allowed to catch yet this season. I know he, yeah. he missed a couple games, but still, like that's impressive. So I'm excited. He's playing real well. The, the rookies that we got back there. So we'll see. Uh-huh. Uh, lastly, and maybe leastly, is 49ers at Cardinals. Who's playing? If Colt McCoy is starting, I may pick the Cardinals. I don't know. I don't know if they've said anything. They probably won't announce anything until later on. They don't want to give the Niners time. I will be picking the Niners regardless. Yeah, same. Um, I was joking. Non-participant hamstring injury. I don't know. Nah, Dude, how do you pull your hammy playing? Well, McCoy got hurt. That was that was the Trace McStorley show for a while. So mm-hmm. throw it on a dime like Come I on. ain't even tried. Yeah, uh, we're both going Niners here. I don't think we have to talk about this game this much. Uh, Cliff no, Kingsbury is going to be fired after they lose this game. No, oh, okay. Niners have won two in a row. They got it figured out. McCaffrey's balling out, and they got Elijah Mitchell back, which mm-hmm. is turned out to be a very good duo. So, hey, I think it... Sorry, go ahead. Was well, it Garoppolo is not like, you know, MVP play, but like he, he managed, he's a good game manager. And when you have really good weapons around you, sometimes that works with a good defense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. absolutely. I really do think that if the Niners win and cover the spread in this night primetime game where everybody's going to be paying attention, I think the Cardinals fire Cliff. Mm. I, I, I don't know why you wouldn't. What are they expecting out of him? Is he still under a big contract, though? Or will they just... Yeah, but it, it's not like it counts against your cap. So... Yeah, it's not like college where you have to, like... I yeah. mean, they'll have to pay him, but they I don't think they care about that. He's just... it's The experiment has failed. It's failed. It's not working. They've had tons of games with him and Kyler together when Kyler's been healthy, and it's just... They're not going to get it done. And this year, he's looked like... He calls plays like I do in Madden, and I'm not good at Madden. So quick slants, sure. Actually, no. I'm just gonna roll out and run. I'm not gonna actually yeah. quick slant. Well, that's that's the the only like good plays that they have is Kyler Murray is sprinting around in the backfield, and he's like, "Frick, I got to do something cool here, so I don't die." And then it's a touchdown, but that doesn't happen often. So yeah, you know it's the real crime that D Hopkins is just wasting away on this team. DeAndre Hopkins, yeah, top but he receiver. Did, but he did steroids, so. That's true. He, he apologized and said he in no way wasn't intentional. And I just believe that every word that he, that he wrote. That his agent wrote, I believe. Do they, do they have, do you think they just have the, I'm eventually going to get caught for steroids press release? Because every single athlete <laughs> that gets caught for steroids is like, I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. Like, what was it? Didn't Tatis say, like, I was curing ringworm. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my gosh um uh, maybe they'll trade d hop for picks but picks they need a coach they need a better head coach um so yeah Chiefs trade for d hop 
Stop. Mayhem. What? Trade Mayhem who? would ensue. Who would they take? Who would we be willing to give up? We'd probably have to give up a couple receivers and then maybe a couple picks. We have 12 this next year. Yeah, dude. That's just insane. We had, what, 11 this last year? Mm-hmm. I think. And, and what, seven or eight of them are starters now? That's insane mm-hmm. to have that much success. Early, early, early theory. Shout out to my father for this. The draft is in Kansas City this next year. Mm. The Chiefs have a ton of picks. He mm. thinks that they're going to trade the picks to make a big splash to kind of hype up the crowd also. But if there's any time to do it, to try to trade a bunch of picks to get a really good player, trade up into the first round, it's when the draft is in your own city. They have what? Is it so, the first pick in the first? I know we have one. Th- well, one I don't, we don't pick. know yet. We, we, don't, we don't know. We have oh, to finish fair. the season. But we're going to be picking in the late 20s to early to early 30s. I mean, that's if, just going they, to happen. They trade up and take a guy. What position? Um, you think a receiver? We signed a bunch of like veteran like pieces, but you think they want a young like, or you think it's like? I think it would pa- be a defensive guy. Rush? I think it would be a pass rusher or a linebacker. Honestly, I, I mm-hmm. it won't be O line. I don't think they'll. They just won't do that. Shout out Eric Fisher. No, not shout out Eric Fisher. You lost it to a freaking playoff game. Screw you, Eric Fisher. I'm no, still mad Alex about Smith, that. Alex Smith not being able to throw a touchdown pass it probably lost us also that playoff game. Alex Smith did. And then Eric Fisher held. Bro, he threw two touchdown passes in an entire game. He, you got, it, 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 we should have won. Know. We should have won. Steelers. Anyway. That's it. it. We're done. Too. We picked yeah, all the games. Of, we're kind of we're kind of gabbling and ghouling right now, you know. <laughs> That's racist against Italians. <laughs> really? Yeah, just made a gabagool joke. <laughs> oh, sorry. I am sorry. Uh, just finish. I'm up. just going to say the say the outro. You turn. I'm going to do the thing. Uh, <laughs> this has been what do you want to watch? Episode 52, NFL Week 11. Uh, We have a blast. We hope you have a blast listening. Uh, We've been talking about it, and you've been listening to it. We'll see you all later. Bye.